I think I think what you're doing is solid. Um, you've definitely helped change my life. I know you've helped change grants. And I'm sure there's people in the community that are listening that maybe haven't spoken up that, that you know, find a lot of value in what you're doing. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Mood Lifters. In this week's call, I sit down with Chris to talk about next steps on his journey. I talk about what we're crafting in The Mood Lifters, where it's like this three-phase program, essentially, where we help you on your exercise for depression journey. We also talk about things like the Liver King, the Rock, and other public figures. So with that, let's get into it. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Mood Lifters. I'm here today with Chris, my boy Chris. What's going on, Chris? What up, guys? I'm doing good. I'm much better uh, after last week of being sick. Like yesterday was my first day feeling somewhat back to normal. That's cool. So, Grant couldn't make it today, but he's been notifying me of the progress. And usually when it's like he hasn't been able to make it the past couple of times, I'm kind of concerned because I'm like, is he on point with his diet? Like what's going on and things like that. But he's like, I'm making some good progress. Just want to let you guys know I just couldn't make it. And uh, we hope to have him on soon. <laughs> I know with December, December is a hard month to just like for just everything in general, just to be on the calls, mm -hmm. be consistent with stuff. Personally, I had a lot of mental mindset battles this week, but I luckily have overcome most of them. And a lot of it was like giving into certain nutrition things, like options of like unhealthier eating options. Um, I did indulge from time to time, but it was one of those things where it's a lot more controlled. But uh, yeah, a lot of mental battles <laughs> this week. And it's, it's just a winter time. I feel like it's like the hardest to stay consistent in because, you know, cold weather, all you want to do is kick back, relax. But then also, if we do that for too long, mood goes down. We want to lift that mm -hmm. mood up. We got to get some movement in, you know, so. But Chris, tell me how everything's going with you this week. Um, well, I mean, things were rough this week. I'll be honest, I wasn't really concerned with dieting or exercising this week. It was mainly just trying to breathe and live, um, <laughs> you, know, you know, with being sick. <laughs> just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah, I was, just, I was just trying to breathe, man. That was my biggest thing. Um, but yeah, so I... Um, I was trying to really put anything on my stomach that I could keep down. That was, that was my biggest thing. Um, uh, so, so yeah, th this week was, was past week was rough, but now that that's over, we're good. We're moving forward. I'm, I'm able to start, you know, getting things on track. Like, um, like, uh, all my household goods from Hawaii will be here in the next couple of days. So, you know, once I kind of get that done, uh, my move will kind of be officially over you know, in the sense of then I just have to, you know, unbox and put stuff away, but I don't have to worry about coordinating with the movers and deal with all that, all that moving stress. At this point, it'll just be, all right, let's just slowly put stuff away where it needs to go. And, you know, and, and we'll be, we'll be all right. Um, I know looking forward, my plan this upcoming week was, I know Monday, so tomorrow, uh, I was going to go find me a nice barber shop in the area. I've already kind of scouted out a couple, you know, get that, get the hair going get the beer going, you know, um, I always find that anytime I, I get a, like a good haircut, you know, and I, I kind of you know, take care of myself that way, I always just feel more happy, more motivated, mm -hmm. you know, more, you know, all right, fresh start, you know, like, let's go kind of thing. So I'm excited to do that. Um, and then I'm also planning on taking some time tomorrow, uh, and maybe Tuesday and scouting out some gyms. I know we talked about it before, like in the area, there's a couple, um, big big name brand you know like like all across america gyms uh and i'm blanking on their names right now but the uh i know they were 
Planet Fitness. That's what it was. And it, and it doesn't have the best rap with it. So one of the things that I'm really trying to focus on is now that I'm back in the mainland, I want to get a gym that that I'm really going to enjoy. So like when I was in Europe and when I was in Hawaii, you know, it was just what you get is what you get kind of thing, right? But I know when I was in the military station back in Vegas, I specifically found a gym that had a pool, sauna, uh, hot tub, and like steam room. Because I, I would go in there, I would lift my weights, I'd do my thing. And then I'd go sit in the sauna for a little bit. I'd go sit in the steam room for a little bit more. And then I'd cool off with a couple laps in the pool. And that was that was something I would, I would really enjoy. But I'm worried that the only gym around here that would have something similar to that would be the YMCA. And I mean, like I said, nothing against the YMCA. The YMCA is great for a lot of things. But if it's anything like the YMCA that I had in my hometown growing up, it, it's very lacking in the weightlifting department. Um, and so I don't know what this YMCA has. So it's one of those things I'm just going to have to check out. And it's like, if I have to forego a pool, I'll forego a pool. But I would really like to have a steam room and a sauna. Those, those are my two like things I would like to really have. I just feel so much better after a workout. And I, I like that you say that too, because a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, what, what, you're kind of gravitating towards is that routine that you really enjoyed. And I think yeah. that's so important. Uh, if you find that, especially in the gym, I could tell you uh, from personal experience um, right now, you know, I've been lifting weights and I do a lot of stretching afterwards and I always do <laughs> stretching and in, in just in, in general and mm-hmm. being able to have an area where I can just go out and stretch and then move around in the turf, the, the fake grass area, <laughs> the turf area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, at my gym, it's something that I enjoy a lot because I feel like I can get a lot more athletic work done there after lifting the heavy weights. And I just yeah. like, like even talking about it now, um, I really, this is my pre-workout essentially. I'm going to be going to the gym today. It's, even if it, it's like pouring here in California, uh, funny enough, my brother was uh, working night shift and now I'm kind of rambling away. But uh, here in California, one of the issues that we encounter is people don't know how to drive in the rain. Mm-hmm. So We've been seeing, he said he saw a lot of accidents and he saw one that person hydroplane and he's like, holy shit. But (laughs) like, that was one of those things that he was telling me earlier, but yeah, it's something like, uh, it's hard to get kind of out there, especially in this rain, because we're not used to it in California, but talking about this stuff makes me want to go real badly. So yeah, we're doing. I hear that. Uh, your brother uh, not to get too too far off topic, but he recently was in a weightlifting competition, right? I know yeah, you posted yeah, some of that stuff it. on the mood lifters. Yeah, he was in the powerlifting meet. Um, he what was his, his squat was like he, he said his, his squat was like okay because he he did better in the previous competition with his squat. I think it was like under 500, it was like 495 or something like that. And then his bench was four four hundred and I think it's four oh five or four oh two, something like that. And then his deadlift was six oh two. And a lot of that, like he was, he was pretty excited about the, the bench and uh, the deadlift because those were his personal records at the gym, not during competition time. And usually with competition, mm-hmm. weight tends to be a little bit lighter than what you would do in training because of all, because you're basically squatting three times, benching three times, deadlifting three times, and it's heavy. So like, yeah. you're not going to be able to push as much weight in a competition, but he essentially did the same weight. On the in the competition, compared to what he did as a personal record in the gym, so he was like really happy about that. And overall, he got 
he plays second in his weight class, but he's like, I, I've made fun of him too. I was like, if you ain't first, you're your last. But uh, he he was really happy with the progress he made, like the 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 records he made in the competition. Mm-hmm. So that where he was just like, okay, I'm good. Like I don't need the. He's like, I don't care about the medal. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I I know you said if I'm not mistaken, not this last competition, but the competition before that, he actually like did it hungover, so he didn't do as well. No, no, no. Uh, he uh, it wasn't. He he doesn't drink. He, uh, he, um, what did he do? Or he was he, tired he, or something. Yeah, yeah. He, for the previous one, or he was doing, yeah, he was, he was sleep deprived and then he didn't eat the car uh, carbs. This was like two competitions ago. Cause he had, he had a couple, but, um, yeah, he didn't eat enough carbs and things like that. And usually with, with competitions, they want you, especially in a powerlifting competition, they want you to be at a specific weight class to compete mm-hmm. in this weight class. Right. So before he, he had to drop a lot of weight. And water cuts are no joke, guys. When you drop a lot of weight in a matter of days, it's terrible because you're like no carbs. You know, you're drinking all these electrolytes. <laughs> it, it's just a terrible time. But um, yeah, when he went to the competition, he wasn't hungry. And I was like, dude, you need to fuel up at your competition because you need the carbohydrates mm-hmm. and the protein to go into competing. And he just wasn't feeling right. I'm like, that's that's it. But since then, what he's been doing is he actually, in the weight class he wants to compete in, he stays at that weight. So then he just goes into the competition. He doesn't have to drop any weight. He's yeah. filled up, ready to go. And in this competition, he was actually 10 pounds under the, the weight class that he was competing in. So I was like, he, I saw him was like wing stop. Like he's just stacking on foods. Cause he's like, I just want to get, gain the extra, you know, the water weight and the, the weight gain. Cause I need to compete with these guys. But it was, it was pretty funny. It was, it's pretty that's interesting. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, point is exercise smart guys yeah it's very uh when you're competing and stuff that's a whole different ball game compared to what you know when you're starting your journey and stuff it's like the micro steps and mm-hmm. i always preach that because that's how he started too it's like you build up do the micro steps get that physical activity and add some time to to it you know over time start with the 15 minutes make it 30 and so on and the next thing you know you're like you start trying other things and then you start watching videos and stuff and you're like huh, I like this avenue of exercise. I'm going to chase that. And the next thing you know, you might decide down the line, like he did, you know what, I'm going to compete in this. And in that competition, it's like you're competing with yourself, essentially, if you get in that mindset where it's like, you made all this progress. Now let's see what we can do. And then if you do that, I'm sure that after (laughs) that competition, you're going to get that high of like, this is awesome, you know, and it's the same yeah. thing with like Spartan race and stuff. And that's why I'm going to, because I personally have never competed in a competition now that I think about it, which is crazy to me. And uh, Chris, I think you're going to get me in one before, or it might be a jujitsu one. It's going to be one or the other. Yeah. But I'll be competing. Cause I'm like, I'm like down to compete with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like, like that, that goes back to uh, me looking for the gym thing. Like, um, uh, so I, I want a gym that I know I'm going to enjoy, you know, that I'm going to want to go to because nothing's worse than dedicating a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy into something. And, you know, you just be miserable the whole time, right? Or it's just, it's not quite what you want. So, you know, you don't stick to it as well and, and everything else. So that's why I wanted to do some research. I want to figure out, you know, what it is I can do. I mean, I might end up going for the why. I might end up going for another gym that doesn't have the amenities I want. I'm not sure yet. But, uh, but yeah, so so that that's kind of where I'm at with that. I know, like right now, dude. Like the last few days, uh, ever since you know deer hunting, I um I couldn't I, I I can't get out of bed in the morning half time. 
my back is just so stiff and I get mm-hmm. it it like physically hurts just to like get up and move and get going like once I'm up and I'm moving hey I'm okay like I'm good to go but it's you know gotta get that juice flowing and I remember feeling the same way like right before I did the filthy 50 and then it's like three weeks into filthy 50 I was like okay you know yeah you know we're, we're good to go so that's one of the reasons why I really want to get back into the gym when I start you know just I'm not reclaiming my life yeah you know what I mean yeah um, I like that. I like that. And uh, yeah. you were going to say something? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, buddy. No, no, no. You're, no, no I cut you off. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> damn you. right. You know? <laughs> no. Um, uh, no. And so it's like I, I look at a lot of the stuff I want to do, like, uh, you know, the the Spartan race, um, hike Machu Picchu in the summer. Like, I look at a lot of this stuff and I'm just part of me is just like, man, I don't know if I can do it. You know what I mean? Like I, I weigh so much right now and we're less than a year out and I want to, and I, and I want to do this kind of stuff. Like, are you serious? You know what I mean? Like, like, like December 29th or 28th, I think, no, 29th. Uh, one of my old supervisors in the military is retiring from the military. And I haven't seen this guy since probably 2013, 2014 or so. Well, you know, we keep in contact every now and then. Anyway, he was one of the best supervisors I've ever had, a great friend. And so he's retiring, and it's only a seven-hour drive from me. And they they asked if I wanted to come to the retirement ceremony. So I was like, yeah, of course I'll come. So I'm going to I'm going to drive, you know, the seven hours through there, do the retirement ceremony, see him, catch up with them. I know a few of my old friends are traveling from, like, Arizona, a couple from, like, Utah. You know, they're all kind of traveling to, uh, to you know, be there together. And, and I'm like, part of me is like, oh man, this is going to be great. I'm going to see my old friends. We're going to, you know, catch up. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be a great good thing. Then the other part of me is like that self-conscious part. And it's like, well, hey man, you know, last time I saw these people, I weighed 140 pounds less than what I do right now. You know what I mean? So like, how, how are they going to perceive me? How are they going to, are they going to accept me for who I am? You know, and this and that, and, you know, and, and I kind of went back and forth on that. It's like one you know, if they don't love you when you're skinny and love you when you're fat, then you don't need them in your life anyway. You know what I mean? You know, but they're not real friends. But at the same time, you know, it's also like, man, what am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? And so I, 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 I really want to lose this weight and I really want to, you know, get back down. There's a lot of stuff I want to do. You know what I mean? And I, I kind of sat down and I thought, well, am I losing the weight for them? Or am I losing the weight for me? Um, okay. And yeah, and, and it, it comes down to it. I'm going to lose the weight for me because, you know, like I, even though I haven't seen him in eight, eight, nine years or so, you know, it's like life still moves on. They've had a couple of kids since then. They've done traveling. I've done traveling. I've done a lot of different stuff. So, you know, I need to stop trying to live my life for other people. You are based on other people's standards. You know what I mean? I do. I do. That, that's the mental headspace where I am right now. You know, the entire thing with our show too is like one step at a time, right? Agreed, take yeah. the steps, you know, starting now, take the steps one step at a time. Eventually when you get there, you're going to make a lot of progress and it all starts with that single singular step. And I know mm-hmm. that we can get it, we can get in our head a lot because we're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. As long as we start now and work those small micro steps and just chisel away at it, I think mm-hmm. we, can, we get to a point where we're, somewhat ready we're not always 100 percent ready to do certain things but then you're you get that point where you're at the cusp of it and you're just like should i do it or not do it and when you're at that cusp 
that's when we make that jump and you're like holy shit yeah. i'm doing this thing let's take it up and then you can level up some more as a result of it because you're preparing for it and then you go through the event and you see all this progress you made you look back and you see how you can handle it and stuff like that and you're like huh i did this one maybe i can do another one mm -hmm. and then another one and another one and essentially it is that where it's like one step at a time it just has to start now it's better to start now rather than two months away from it and this is the same thing as like a lot of my friends will message me i'm getting married i want to drop my weight i'm two months out from the you know my wedding what should i do and it's like it's going to be a lot more challenging now because you're two months out compared to like if you were five or six months out from five yeah. or six months out you can make an incredible change in your body i've seen yeah. incredible transformations guys in a matter of five or six months and it's all because of the small steps, just focusing on that. Sure, you'll struggle along the way, but as long as you just keep trekking onwards, and even if you have to half-ass your workouts in some days, like I have personally, just trek onwards, just keep hammering away at it. And I, I guarantee you, you're going to make significant progress over time. And if you see something where you're like, you know, I'm, I'm not making as much progress right now, what's going on? Is my exercise on point? It's my, what's going on with my diet? You know, what's mm -hmm. going on with the stressors in my life? Am I sleeping enough? And all these things, you know, play a part of it. And you can look back and kind of dissect it and be like, okay, how about I try this and see where this goes? And then, for example, we're talking about weight loss. Oh, this is working, getting some weight loss. I'm going to keep doing this until it starts to stall again. And then I can make an adjustment over time after monitoring what I'm doing and things like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I, the biggest thing is just showing up, it you is. know, just, just showing up and just doing it. Um, I, I recently reordered my reforged um, pre-workout and the uh, and drift for the sleep supplement. So uh, I was like, yeah, I got it. But then I was like, I don't have a shaving cup because all my stuff's with the household goods coming. So I like, I mean, another? I, I, honestly, I think I do. Need, I think I, I used your shaker cup up until I left. And then I don't think I took it with me. I think I had to get rid of it, unfortunately. I'll, I'll, I'll send you two. I'll send you two All just right. because like, I don't know how, like these, these shaker cups are not amazing. And uh, sometimes they he, fall apart. He lies. He lies. They're amazing. They're on point. No, 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 no. They're not amazing. Like <laughs> I, I, when I paid for them, I thought they were going to come out because they look great and stuff, but some yeah. of the bottles I would have are cracked and I'm just like, like, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to get a whole, I think it was like a hundred units at the time. And I'm like, I'm getting cracked once, but so fancier shaker cups will come down the line. But right now we're just focusing yeah. on pre-workout sleep supplement growth and we'll, we'll see where it goes from there yeah. speaking of which i wanted to give you an update on that i've been getting the labels done for the pre-workout right now but i'll tell you guys this like a lot of you guys like the sleep supplement i've been seeing more sales come from the sleep supplement now compared to the pre-workout so i think the the sleep supplement is going to take the lead soon so i'm yeah. sitting there i'm like okay we got say pre-workout got, got some competition but um yeah, I'm getting the labels done on the pre-workout now. Maybe the sleep supplement down the line. I'm going to ask you guys names for help because I I think we discussed it where it's like Z-Forged with three Zs or something along the lines of that. And we'll, we'll come up with some names to come up with it just as long as it's kind of punny compared to, you know, Reforged because the pre-workout is going from Catalyst to Pre-Forged. So it's going to be very punny. <laughs> with it. And I just like going in this direction. I think it's a pretty solid way to go about things. But yeah, I'm getting those labels done, getting inventory over to Amazon because we're selling through these products like crazy. And I'm like, oh crap, I gotta gotta keep pushing these products mm -hmm. to Amazon because everyone wants to buy on Amazon, which I'm okay with. But then also on top of that, I've been trying to get capital from inventory. I know we spoke about this on the call and the 
in our other job and people are giving me suggestions. And right now they're just declining me because they're like, not enough sales volume, not enough sales volume. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to get the capital to get the sales volume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in that struggle right now. And I, I'm just going to, it's going to be a matter of just constantly applying to these, these companies to get the capital up front so I can get inventory. Cause I don't want to keep slamming it on a credit card. That's annoying to me because uh, you know, your credit card has a limit. Whereas if I can apply for something and it's like, you know what, here's 50 grand in capital. It's probably not going to be, it's going to be a lot less than that, but right. Do strictly inventory get after it i can easily order the amount of units necessary for us to make significant amount of sales and turnover and that's what i'm trying to focus on so i'm trying i'm in that process of figuring it out and i know this is not really anything to do with the mood lifters but i know that a lot of guys are interested on the background of you know our pre-workout sleep supplement stuff so this is like the business side of things where it's like it's a stressor it's a challenge that i have accepted and i'm trying to figure out a solution to so We'll see what have, you, have you thought about taking on a business loan? You know, I, <laughs> uh, a year ago I applied for one, but they kind of shot me down right away. And I was just like, I had the, the business plan set up and everything, but I don't think the, the place that I went to, they didn't want to hear it. And I was just like, yeah. okay. And I was trying to like, Hey, I got this plan. They're like, no, 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 no. You need this much in revenue yearly before we even consider blah, blah, blah. They're like, but you can get a car loan. I'm like, that has nothing to do with my problem. Like, <laughs> I don't need yeah. another, I, I got my new car, but I'm like, I don't need another car loan from you guys. So you're giving me money for a car, <laughs> but not for inventory. Like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm going to try it again. I'm just going to keep trying all these places. Might have to try somebody else that just like also loans money mm. to entrepreneurs. That Those are, are called to- sharks. Don't go with that. Yeah. I got to be careful with the sharks. <laughs> Uh, what about the capitalist big fund with Ryan Moran and them? So I, I've talked to Ryan about funding and stuff. I'm going to keep some of it private, but mostly he, he basically said, grow that, essentially grow that audience and we'll talk. Yeah, <laughs> That's pretty much what he said to me. But uh, that's what we're in the process of doing, guys. As you know, I've lately this week, I want to show some love to a few of you because you guys are a lot more engaged in the community. I've been getting a lot more messages in my personal Instagram and then on our, on our Facebook group and stuff like that. And I love to see that what we're doing is helping you guys and it's motivating you guys to put it forward. So even though Ryan Ryan's like, get, get that audience, we'll talk. I've kind of mm-hmm. gotten this mindset of like one at a time where it's like, let me help you know, if it's like a handful of people, five people, let me help these five people get that exercise in consistently. So they lift their moods and then they can kind of, you know, move upwards from that. Because once I get, I help five people, these five people can pay it forward and help in the community as well. And mm-hmm. that's what I really am trying to do. I'm trying to build this up as like, and I, if, you, if you've seen a lot of Jocko Willing stuff where it's like his books on leadership and stuff like that, he talks about like decentralized command. And I kind of look at a decentralized command where it's like, I want to help everyone become their own individualistic leader mm-hmm. in this space. So it's like, sure, I'm like one of the hosts of this show. And then I got you guys as co-hosts. You guys are doing your thing individually, whereas I'm doing my thing individually, but I'm also helping and it kind of trickles down from there. And you guys are helping and it trickles down. And then you build this leadership on each individual level. And that's what I essentially want to do with this community. And if it starts with five people, I'm okay with that because eventually five will become 500. And yeah. as long as we're taking care of each other, that's, that's all that matters to me. 
Dude, I, I agree. Um, I think I think what you're doing is solid. Um, you've definitely helped change my life. I know you've helped change grants. And I'm sure there's people in the community that are listening that maybe haven't spoken up that, that you know, find a lot of value in what you're doing. That means a lot, man. I get some messages from time to time. And some people will tell me after, you know, a prolonged period of time, which is okay. I, I understand that you guys are getting it. You guys are liking the posts. You're absorbing the information. And there's a lot going on. You could thank me one time. But I'm in that mindset of, if you ever seen Dark Knight? Where he goes, I didn't say thank you. And he goes, you'll yeah, never yeah, have to. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you won't never have thing, to. You yeah. yeah, you'll never have to, exactly. I'm going to post that clip right here. on the. <laughs> but that's a, that's a good really, clip. Really, thanking me is paying it forward and helping other people. I've been sitting down lately, and I... I wrote a message on Instagram two days ago, and one of the guys, shout out to Max, one of the guys that's in our group, he was like, uh, basically responded to it with it. And I was just like, you know what? I'm grateful for what we're at, where we're at right now and all the progress we've made. I don't want to kind of gravitate towards like the egotistical side of things. It's like, look what I did. I don't want to be like that. I'd rather be like, hey, if I can help this one person and they pay it forward and it just keeps trickling down like that, that's everything to me. And that, that to me is more fulfilling than the business side of things where it's like, I'm growing this business and stuff. That stuff is just, it's happening, but the community and growing this community is everything to me. And I've kind of realized how much better I feel growing mm -hmm. the community. Whereas like with the business side of things, sure, the two, well, they align, but with the business side of things, I'm worried about sales, 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 sales. And that, that for a time, that was like my primary focus. And now it's like, I don't care about that. Like it's, it's happening. It's happening. But what I care about is helping these people out. And mm -hmm. then if they buy the products, great. If not, I don't care. Like you don't have to, you can absorb all the content you want. I can help you on your journey. You don't have to buy a single unit of my pre-workout sleep supplement or any other products we have down the line. As long as you're being, your needs are being met and that you're able to better yourself. That's what fulfills me. Yeah. And, and dude, I, I like that a lot. That's something I've internally struggled with. I know uh, from a business standpoint, because it's like, you know, we see it all the time. You see people selling knickknacks, mm -hmm. junk, you know, whatever uh, on Amazon. And they're they're doing like multi-million dollars a year, you know, kind of thing. But like, that's it. That's all they're focused on. But then you have people who are like legitimately trying to help people and building a brand. And yeah, they might only be getting one or two sales a day, but they're just like, ah, thanks guys. I appreciate the sale. You know what I mean? And they're, they're yeah. just happy to be a part of the community. And, and I was like, you know, I, I wanted to get to a point, you know, in my own business, my own brand that I wanted to eventually grow to where, you know, I can marry the two ideas, obviously, obviously yeah. you want to, you want to be making money in the business, but at the same time, you want to help, you want to help people as the primary goal. So I, I, th I think what you're doing is good. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, where I'm at right now, mindset wise with both is where I want to be, but I know for a fact at certain times I'll lose my way in certain ways. But mm -hmm. I like this. I'm kind of absorbing this spot and really appreciating the spot of where I'm at right now mentally with yeah. being able to help the community and then not really pushing like, you know, we do the advertising and stuff with Amazon, but not really pushing it to like, hey, did you buy the product? Like, what's going on? Gonna, <laughs> Ooh, come know? on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be like, hey, if you want as a token of appreciation, like I try the pre-workout, but, you know, I was kind of skeptical about it. It is pretty good. I'm going to buy it from now on. I'm flattered that you do that. But if it's like you, you're not obligated to purchase it if you don't want to.
Yeah. And th- essentially I've kind of realized this, especially in the supplement space too. The supplement space is a lot of, it's like old school business, old business mindset. And like, I, when you, when you say old school business, it makes, makes me think of like mafia stuff, you know, they're a little bit better now. I've, I've kind of noticed because companies <clears throat> are a lot more, some of the companies that I personally like in the fitness space, they're a lot more ethical now. Whereas like companies in the past are like, let me just throw all this stuff in here and you know, here it is. Mm-hmm. This product, profit margins are high. We produce this for five bucks and we put in two ingredients and throw in this proprietary blend and, and high dose of caffeine and stuff. And you feel like it's working, but it really isn't. <laughs> They're a lot better now. But back in the day, dude, I was like, even now yeah. when I realize it, as I got like through this stuff, I'm like, wait a second, they ripped me off. <laughs> I don't want people to feel like that, dude. <laughs> it's like legal cocaine. They just get you addicted. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, it. pretty much, pretty much. I've seen some crazy stuff in this, dude. I think I've yeah. talked about it before. The the one supplement that will not be named, or I will name it, but Jacked. If you guys ever remember that or heard of that, yeah, I, I used to use Jacked in the military sometimes. Yeah, you know, it had what's it called? What did it have? It was DM. Was it DMA? I don't know. And it's like a precursor to meth. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whatever gets the kicks off, right? You know, bro, that was my first pre workout, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, whoa, this is good. <laughs> I'm seeing colors, you know? It's- yeah. And I was like, so this is pre workouts. And then it turned out like <laughs> some some guy took multiple scoops and died. It's like a young kid. And then they're like, whoa, they got in trouble and they got, they just got completely demolished as a company, but they still have it somewhere on the internet if you search you could still buy like like they sell the original formula to like the the crackhead bodybuilder guys they're like give me that i want that <laughs> so they, they can't sell it like in a officially official like public you know places or whatever but they're low-key in the, the black market <laughs> yeah dude that, that reminds me it's something i also wanted to bring up here like you know i obviously i got the peak human body here right as is you know <laughs> but uh, I, I want to get, you know, in shape. I want to get rich. I want to get jacked. And you look at, you look at people like the liver king. Did you hear about his, his scandal recently? Oh, I already um, knew that was going to happen. It was inevitable. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, you look at people like the liver king and like the rock and you're just like, you know, Hey, clearly they're doing something other than just, you know, yeah, eat, eating healthy and lifting weights. You know I mean, to get the bodies that they have. Uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about the rock. I'm sure he's a great guy. I would love to meet him. Um, but like for anyone who doesn't know, the Liver King is a really jacked dude. Um, and he basically tells everyone to eat liver because it's healthy for you. He sells his liver supplements, his liver, you know, whatever, uh, paste and stuff like that. Um, and he pretty much preached that, hey, you want a body like mine, which is basically just think of the rocks body, um, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, buy my stuff, eat liver. Right. Um, and then it came out that he was actually on steroids the whole time. Yeah, they, they got the entire cycle and everything. Yeah. And uh, it was one of those things where I knew that was going to happen, especially when they asked him if he was natural. And he said, I'm all natural. And I'm like, oh, no, this is going to backfire real bad. Somebody's going to somebody's going to get the information. And that's where you got to be careful, especially in the fitness space. When you become this public figure, what you say, there's consequences to what you say. And yeah. you could he could have easily said, I'll let you think on it, like keep it open ended and let people be like, OK, you know, we already know he's not natty, but like not really talk about it. And that would be okay. But the fact that yeah. you kind of like died on that hill where you're like, I am all natural. That's where it kind of like, it, it would, it was inevitable that it was going to bite him in the butt. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, you see these guys in incredible shape and some of them like genetically are genetic monsters, genetically gifted, but you can tell where people, if you look at people's history about how they look before, you know, at their, in their peak twenties or thirties working out consistently and stuff. And then you look at them now in their forties and stuff. And they're just like, like, okay, there's something going on here. And there's nothing against that, but I kind of look at it like this guys. If you decide to go in that route, just understand the consequences of it. And if you look at, you know, more I've been in this fitness space, I've seen a lot of people who have taken performance enhancing drugs die very young. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because like some of some of my own personal favorite guys, not because they did that stuff, but because they're very informative in the fitness space, I've seen them pass away. Like one one last year passed away. And now it was somebody I would look towards for like muscle building and stuff like that. And it was all, it was like a cardiac thing, but obviously when you're taking this kind of stuff, things tend to, there's going to be complications. So if you ever go in that direction, just understand the complications. And if you're really going to want to do that because you want to compete in bodybuilding, for example, make sure you ha- you hire somebody that knows how to help you through that process. Whereas like a performance coach or something like that, whether it's like a doctor or something like that, like somebody that can help you through that process because, and this is not me saying I condone it because I I don't necessarily condone it, but if you go in that direction, you know, just understand the consequences of it, be careful. And I'm going to say with that. No, I agree. My whole point was just don't compare yourself to other people. You know what I mean? When you look at some of these influencers and stuff and you you see how jacked they are, you know, there there might be something underlying. It's a lot of hard work, not saying there's not, you know, but you know, yeah. Do, do what you got to do. Compare yourself to you. Hell yeah. You just better yourself every day. Focus on that every single day. When you're in a competition, sure, you can compete against other people. But mm-hmm. just think about your primary competition is yourself. Just getting better every single day. Just focusing on that. And uh, trust me, when you're making that progress, guys, and you look back down the line, take those progress photos and stuff. At first, you may be impatient about the progress, especially when you start getting this momentum. And you're like, oh, these are changes that are happening. I need more it could kind of get frustrating down the road. But if you look back at the progress you made consistently, you're going to appreciate how far you've come along. So that's just another reminder, you know, especially with you guys on this journey where it's like, if you have some sort of exercise journal where you check off the days you worked out 10 to 15 minutes every day and did something like that. And you look back and you're like, I did this for out of the 365 days in the year. I did this for three 55 or 345. Mm-hmm. That's some progress, right? And you look back, you're like, damn, I've been doing this consistently, getting those consistency muscles going. And, and now it's become a habit, you know? So that sounds like some try five talk. That's what I'm doing. Five, yes. I've been working on it, man. I've been working on it. It's been helpful. I didn't do it this morning because I lost track of time, but there's some things I need to do because I just got, I got uh, the expanse thing. I've been reading a lot of like ego mm-hmm. is the enemy, like we've talked about and i've been listening to the audiobook at the same time and it's provided me some insights and i've been taking a lot of notes but i just got david goggins new book and i'm like super pumped to start it because i know he's gonna be screaming in my ear you ain't shit <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what's david goggins new book oh man what's it called i got I, I, I forget the name of it never finished it's never finished unshackle your mind and win the war within I already know this book is going to be epic. I have not opened it, but as soon as I listen to his voice talking, <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think he's doing the audible. I'm not sure. 
last time, like on, <laughs> on his, on his first book, which was really cool was he was with a co-host and what they did was they read the book pages. And then after every chapter, they would talk about his story. So it was like an entire, like nine hour podcast. And it was like yeah. the most thing I've seen. And then like one guy would talk one chapter, David Goggins would talk the other, and the other guy would, uh, one guy, that guy, I forget his name, but uh, yeah, they were talking and hearing David Goggins insight about the chapters when he's telling a story and stuff is mm-hmm. freaking awesome because you get, you get to get even more in depth with what like he experienced in his life and stuff. And that, that whole entire podcast, listening to this while reading the book fired me up so much. So I'm excited for this one. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Uh, I forget what I was going to say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. As soon as you no. said David Goggins, it, it, it went out of my mind what I was going to say. Damn. Why, it's going to come in like two minutes. Yeah, right. It, it'll come back to me. David Goggins is a beast. I'd love to meet him one day. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. I'd love to get <laughs> in that mindset, especially like uh, when he told his story about, you know, getting to the point where he got super overweight and then dropping that down and the way he did it, which I don't condone. It's, it was extreme, but he's a very extreme guy and yeah. it works really well for him. And he's just another animal. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say with that. Like, especially his training. Like when he was, if you guys don't know about him, he can, he did a lot of stuff, but he, he beat the world record for the most pull-ups in 24 hours. Somebody beat him afterwards, but like he talks about that in his first book. And he was talking about how like his hands were like just gushing out blood. And he's just like, I'm doing it. <laughs> and he just keeps going. I was sitting there like, that's another animal, bro. You got to get in a different mindset to get to that level, dude. It's fucking uh there's a video that i saw where it was it was a parody or a spoof you know but it was it was elon musk going to mars and all of a sudden david goggins is running oh yeah i see that he's like i ran here get hard (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing Uh, i'm running to uranus now you know (laughs) i got i gotta see if there's like multiple clips of those kind of i know people parody parody him so i can't wait till i've never looked at the parodies i've looked at a lot of parodies for like like Elon Musk for like people like Jordan Peterson and all that stuff. They're hilarious because people get the, like the, the tonality of their voice. They get like the way they speak and their, the rhythm of how they speak and stuff. And it's so funny. And then they just make everything yeah. so ironic. So I'm like super excited to hear that with David Goggins. So I'm going to look around and try to find those videos. I'll probably share them in the Facebook group. Yeah, but, that's hilarious. Uh, you got to laugh about it too. Like, yeah. If you're going to be extreme, you got to laugh about it too. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a video uh this morning i forgot to save it um but i I wanted to and it was talking about how it was an older an older guy and he was talking over the tiktok video and he was saying how you know when you're in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s you know you still got a lot more time left in the forge you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so you shouldn't compare yourself to who the ideal person you think you should be Mm -hmm. uh instead enjoy your time relax you don't have to work the 100 hour weeks um, you know, go build the life you want to live, go, go do what it is you want to do. And whenever you're in your seventies and eighties, that's when you'll be the, the quote unquote, the person, you know, you've been, you've been working your entire life to become. So they're like, if you don't like where you're at now, you still got a lot more time left in the forge, you know? And I, I, I uh, instantly thought of reforge and I was like, yeah, I like that, <laughs> you know, time and- to go back in and and mold mold ourselves to who we want to be 
and it, essentially it is that guys like if but uh, i know a lot of people make fun of another entrepreneur gary vaynerchuk they make yeah. there's a lot of parodies on gary him. v but uh gary v says that he's like uh because so, people ask him you know is it too late to start in my 40s and 50s to go on the uh, back on it on track and he's like He's like, it's never too late. You just got to keep, you just got to do it. And there was like Mm -hmm. one video that kind of resonated where I think a guy was in his thirties and he just like, he was expecting Gary to just take a dump on him and like disrespect because he was just like, he went up to him and he just kept saying like, oh yeah, you know, I've never mounted to anything in my life, anything like that. And he goes, and Gary's like, flips it. And he's like, I'm super proud of you being aware of this. Because yeah. now you can, I'm butchering it. He he said it so much better. He's a better speaker than I am. But he basically is like, you're being aware of this and you want to make that change and you want to pursue that. He's like, I love you for that. Like, he's like, I love you for that. And the guy's like, this is not the response I was expecting. And he's like, this is the response you should be expecting from coming from me. You know, it's out of love. You know, he's like, you have the time now. Just get after it now. Like you've, you've mm-hmm. kind of recognized it now. Do it now. And this, this applies to like everything too, with especially with what we talk about in the fitness stuff, mm-hmm. where we go through this process. I'm I'm lucky I got in young. Like when I was, I, I got, lucky's kind of crazy thing to say now that I think about it, but I got, I got super overweight at a young age and I dropped the weight in that process with a matter of like being overweight for like almost 10 years. And then I dropped that process. I, I got into um, lifting weights and stuff. And then I lost that weight. And here I am another... 10 years later, where it's like, I've been at the point where I was super depressed, you know, I wanted to drop the weight, I was unhappy with how I looked at a young age. Sure, it's not to the point with like, you know, for example, Grant's on his weight loss journey, but Grant's been a big Mm -hmm. guy all his life since I've remembered him as a kid. And him going on this process, it's going to be a lot more powerful for him to go about this process compared to mine. But I'm lucky to an extent where it's like, I experienced a small bout of it. And I've been able to flip it around. And now I want to help you guys on that. And for some of us, we're starting right now. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that starting right now. You know, sometimes we lose lose track of that. Let's say we're super active in our early 20s and stuff like that. And then later down the line, we lose, you know, so many things happen in our lives where we encounter mm-hmm. all these things and all these obligations and stuff. And it can be very overwhelming. And then you kind of put the your health and fitness on the back burner. And then as you get older, you're just like, I shouldn't have put it on the back burner. I got to bring it a little bit more in the forefront, even if it's just a little bit of it, just having that in the forefront of your mind and just getting back into it. And it's never too late to work out, guys. I've seen guys like in their 70s where like, I never worked out. Now here I am powerlifting. I've seen some crazy stuff, guys. I've seen people that, you know, are amputees deadlifting hundreds of pounds. Like when you're in this and you see all this stuff, it's so inspiring. Like I'm getting chills just talking about it because I've seen some incredible people do incredible things. And you have the potential to be one of them. And it all starts with that one singular step. Yeah. Just get started. Doesn't matter what, what, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're 30, 40, 50, just get started. Dude, I, I agree. And, and, um, and I appreciate it. There's a couple of things that, yeah, that I kind of took away from what you're saying. And, and then I've also kind of reinforced what I've heard before. And that, you know, back to the whole, the video where the guy was like, do what you want, you know, do what makes you happy. Yeah, I had a friend who got like a big promotion, right? They went from making, uh, $100,000 a year to $180,000 a year, right? Like a hell of a hell of a job jump, you know? And I was super pumped for them. You know, I legitimately am. I'm like, hey, like, that's amazing. That's great, blah, blah, blah. But then I also reflect back on my own life. And I'm like, man, I'm making, you know, 
through all my sources of income, which is my military retirement, the, the current job, you know, stocks, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm making, you know, uh, like 70,000 or so a year. Right. Um, and I'm just like, man, look at where they are. Look at where I am. You know what I mean? It's that comparison game. But then I also look, look back at like some of my other friends who I've had since high school and they're making 30,000 a year. So in their eyes, I'm, I'm, you know, way, I'm way up there. And in my eyes, I'm way behind, you know, but you know, going back to doing what makes you happy and then just doing small steps and it's never too late to start. I think that's, I think it's a great thing. I mean, it goes back to the whole, like your business and you're not, you're not taking sales, but you're focused on the community. The brand I eventually want to start what I want to do with my life is I, I don't want to work a hundred hours a week, right. To, to make, to make, you know, $300,000 a year or whatever, right. I don't want to do that. I was like, I want to travel I want to see the world and I want to experience life and culture. And it's like, if I can do those things, then I don't need the extra money, right? Because that, that's what I want to do with my life at the moment. And I, I am currently in the position, fortunate enough to be in the position to where I can at least start making that happen. Yeah. So that that's something I, I just need to focus on as well. And, and I think what everyone needs to focus on as well is also the Tri-5. And uh, for those who don't know about it, the Tri-5 is T-R-I-B-E, five of them spells tribe. T is time, R is relationships, I is income, B is body, and E is like expanse, I think. Yeah, expansion. Yeah, basically T is, you know, do 20, 30 minutes a day to meditate or do something that, you know, benefits you uh, for your time. R is talk to someone, call someone, build that relationship with someone you haven't talked to in a while. I is what are you doing outside of your normal day job to bring in income. B is what are you doing for your body? Are you exercising today? Are you eating right today? You're doing something small. And these are all like one small thing a day. And then E is expansion. What are you doing to expand your mind? Listen to an audio book, reading something, you know, doing something that, that expands your mind. Um, and I, I wanted to get back and try five. So I recently ordered a new journal. Um, and it's one of those, uh, uh, it's the best self journal. So mm -hmm. you can mark down like the three main tasks for the day and you can block it down. I've had success with that. So that's coming Tuesday. And I was going to use that to really pen to paper every day. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing for my tribe five. This is what I'm doing for my body. This is what I'm doing for my uh, my my future business I want to start. This is what I'm doing to achieve these goals and these dreams. Um, because yeah, like it, it's not it's not all about, you know, the money or it's not about, you know, looking like, you know, I'm um I was gonna say Chris Rock. But I was thinking, uh, The Rock. Um, you know, it's not like looking like The Rock. It's about just being comfortable in my own skin, mm -hmm. being happy where I am, and being comfortable enough to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go to this retirement ceremony and see these guys I haven't seen in eight years. And I'm a, I'm comfortable enough with how I am and confident enough to be like, I know where I'm going, even if they can't see it. You know what I mean? I love that because... One thing that came to mind with what you were saying is, I think it was from the book called Unfuck Yourself. Um, well, I've never I, heard I, of this book. What? I've never heard of this book. Oh, I'm, I'm going to send you the link. But I, I think I have the Audible, but I listened to it on a flight. And one of the things that, I think it was this book, I swear it's this book, but one of the things he was like, you got to ask yourself where you want to be. And a lot of, a lot of me growing up, I surrounded myself with all that mindset of, I was into various genres of music, but specifically what resonated with me a lot was uh, hip hop. And just because I grew up around that, 
and mm-hmm. a lot of it's like ambitious you know go get the money and things like that and that's it's in the lyrics right it's a part of the process part of the lyrics and stuff and i was so focused on like oh i'm gonna need to make a million i gotta make a billion and stuff and this book was just like what do you really want do you really yeah. need to be a billionaire do you really need to be a millionaire everyone's answer is different but you got to ask yourself that question based on the lifestyle that you want do you really need to be a billionaire do you really need mm-hmm. to be a millionaire and it's different for everybody right whereas one, one of my friends was like so he likes to you know he would love to be having a certain amount of income where he can have a remote job and he can you know live out in the wilderness and you could just mm-hmm. enjoy life he doesn't have to spend too much money or anything like that depending on which state he goes to and he just wants to live that lifestyle that's okay there's nothing wrong with that for me personally there's a lot of stuff that i want to do where it gets to the point where it's like i have to make a lot of money to get this point especially because i want to kind of pay it forward to my family members my mom and my dad i even said like one of my goals is to help retire them and that's one of my main goals and even even travis mentioned it where he's just like how much do you need for them to retire. And I was like, that's a mm-hmm. good question. I got to get a little bit more deeper in this thought process. How much they would need would determine how much I have to put in, put out there, you know, put it yeah. input to get the output. Right. And it gets to that point where it's like, when you have that, it could be something you probably don't need all the money in the world. You can just have this, you know, I want to live this lifestyle where I'm able to travel, work remotely, enjoy my life. If that's you go for it. You know, it's, it's definitely possible. I've seen a lot of crazy things now and now where people are like, Oh, I'm traveling. They they're in another country every week and they're still making mm-hmm. money and stuff like that. And you just got to find a way to do that for yourself. Yeah. Right. And when you could find that and where, where your you basically your heart is set. That's where the happiness comes, right? That's where the satisfaction yeah. comes. It's like, when you ask yourself these kind of deep thoughts, these things, like, do, what do I need? What do I need to get to this point? What, what do I need to get to that point? And you really work towards that. Over time, like you're going to get fulfilled because of this process that you've, you know, basically told yourself where it's like, you know, it's, it's very sexy to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a multimillionaire and all this stuff. It just, it just sounds like it, but some people don't really 15 cars, it. you know? Yeah. 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 70 cars and all that stuff. So, like, a car for every day of the week. Some people don't need that. Somebody else is telling them that they need that, but they essentially don't want that. Or they don't, if you ask yourself, do you really need that? You realize I don't really need that. I just need yeah. this, this, and this. And then you work towards that and you improve that and you focus on that. And that's just how it is. And with the tribe five, it's like what I say with fitness too, is like what one daily action can you do to help you reach the goal that you want to achieve? And mm-hmm. for the tribe five, there's five daily actions that you can utilize, you know, for the, the time, it could be something like meditation or it could be reading a book, um, re- reading a fictional book or reading or journaling or things like that. You know, with the expanse, it's, it's that learning something new that that's going to help you on, on mm-hmm. your journey relationships relationships are important that's why we're here in the community we want to build this relationship even if it's like a small interaction with us engage in the community that might help you you know build relationships in the community and get to know more people income is like investments cryptocurrencies things like that other side hustles you might have that don't Mm -hmm. overwhelm you but there's something that help you make a little bit additional money for you know i don't know a rainy day or for extra food or something along the lines of that i'm not sure yeah. And then be body. I mean, the fitness stuff, it could be eating a little bit better every day. It could just be exercising 15 minutes every day. You just add up to it over time. Yeah. And, and so, so let me ask you this. One of the things I was considering, cause I, like I said, I want to get back into this. I really want to commit to this. Now that I'm back on the mainland, I'm kind of settled in uh, for the gym wise. Let's just say I have my gym. 
I found it. We're good to go. And I know obviously the idea thing is just to show up. Yeah. I toyed around with the idea of just doing the filthy 50 challenge all over again. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like I said, going in there doing 50 sit-ups, 50 push-ups and like 50 of a modified version of a pull-up, like whether that's a, a row or a leaning row, standing row, whatever. Um, you know, and then just doing that for the next, you know, 60 days or 50 days, uh, and then trying to like, okay, now that we got that, we've got the body going, we've built the habit of seven days a week, consistently showing up here for even an hour, you know, then, then we start going, or if I should just go in there and, and start doing something hard, you know, not, not, not hard, hard, but, you know, like start, you know, working out and doing something because like when I was doing the filthy 50, uh, back in Hawaii, when I went to the gym, because I was spacing out throughout the entire day, when I finally, like week two or week three, I went to the gym to like just do it all at once. It took me an hour and a half to do it the first time around. Mm -hmm. And then the very last time, the very last day, I had the whole thing done in like 20 minutes, right? Because I, I built up that consistency. I built up that muscle, that core memory. So I was able just to go in there and da, 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 da. Okay, da, 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 da. Okay, switch over, 30 second break, repeat. You know what I mean? I just did, you know, three or four sets of like 13 and that was it. And I was like, okay, it's been 20 minutes. I have the whole workout done. Uh, time to leave. You know what I mean? Uh, but like the first time it took me an hour and a half to do um, just because it was slow going. You know, this is a very good question because it all, it, I hate to give this answer, but it, it really is that it all depends on what, how you respond to it. Right. Where oh, it's yeah. like, when you're doing the filthy 50, you were, you were working out, you went to the gym every single day, you're working out, mm. you're doing, it got to a point where you could get it done pretty quickly. Right. At first, I mean, it took some time, but then eventually you're able to do it, you know, with the music. Remember when we were talking about the music and everything? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if you remember that, but uh, you're talking yeah. about, you know, when you're playing the music and stuff like that, but essentially it all depends on what you want to do. If you want, if you start doing it for a couple of days and then you find it's kind of boring to you and it's not exciting, change things up. Maybe you know, schedule it in your routine where it's like, I'm going to the gym instead of seven days a week, just every day. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to make it, I don't know, three or four days a week. And these three or four days a week, it's going to be a full hour workout, right? Mm -hmm. Like an entire hour, you know, co combination of weightlifting and cardio and whatever you need to do to kind of help with that. And let's say, for example, you start to like that a lot and you stick on with it. It's just a matter of trial and error at this point to find what your routine works best for you. And with the Filthy 50, you got there consistently pretty much for all, almost every single day, you know? So that's something that I feel like, you know, you had that consistent progress to work towards. Maybe incorporate some of that in your routines if you want to change things up a little bit. But uh, don't go too hard where you burn yourself out. And if you yeah. need help with kind of figuring out a program, we could sit down and talk about it. And kind of organize something based on you know what your goals are where you want to be and especially with you wanting to train in spartan race and stuff i think that we should kind of make a work together and create a, some sort of program that we can do together and even for myself to prepare for spartan race right mm -hmm. so we could probably we could probably do something like that well i i know that like i said when i got to the end of filthy 50 it was boring right mm -hmm. i'm on day like 45 i'm just like all right here we go you know what i mean like it was boring um but then I know I, I implemented a thing where I was like, hey, every day we're doing one back exercise, mm -hmm. one chest exercise, one leg exercise, one ab exercise. Um, and then that was where, okay, today I'm doing, and it was like one, one a buy and one try exercise. So it was like six or seven exercises overall. So, like, okay, today I'm doing leg press, 
and then I was doing, you know, lap pull downs and, you know, and uh, curls and, okay, well, now we're going to do the chest press. And then next day it's like, okay, now we're going to do skull crushers, you know, and then we're going to do benching, you know, and I liked that because I was still hitting every single muscle group and I was doing something different. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't the same thing every day, but I might hit the same exercise two or three days in a row for like arms or something. Cause there's only like a, so many exercises you can do for arms. And, and I honestly just like them. Like I love doing the machine where, where you, the rope pull downs and the pull-ups. I like doing that for some reason. So like, I would do that every day almost, you know? Um, but yeah, so I, I like doing that, but I didn't know if that was, I don't know what was work for like focused enough. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're you're not you're not like, hey, we're not doing we're doing a chest day where we're doing five exercises just on chest. I would just do one. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I didn't know if that was you know well. So yeah, that that essentially depends on your workout program and how you want to set it up. I personally don't like the chest one day, back another day, arms another day, just because I feel like I did that before. I felt like I wasn't making enough progress at a certain point. It helped me make progress at the beginning. But then I started gravitating towards liking more of like an upper body day and a lower body day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the, I still do this to this day when I go in the gym to lift weights, where it's like, I'll focus primarily on my upper body, where it's like chest, back, arms and stuff. And I feel like I'm a lot, this is going to sound weird, but since I'm working out these muscles, my muscles don't tend to tighten up. Like if I'm doing a lot of chest work, my chest is like super sore and then it's super tight and I, I just feel uncomfortable. But if I do it with chest and back, I feel a lot better. I feel a lot more limber and mobile. It's like when you try to find the routine that works best for you, find something that that I say is like trained specific to your goals. And maybe at first it's like, just do whatever, just get moving, get moving and lift your mood. And then basically that that's phase one of what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. With the mood lifters, like phase one, just get your body moving, just do it. Phase two is like trying to figure out what works best for you. And this is the tricky part. This is where you're like, Chris is in phase two right now, trying to figure out what's going to work best for him. The best way to kind of figure this out, and we've talked about it, and I just mentioned it, where it's like, since we're training specifically, we have a goal to get into like with with hiking and and also Spartan race and stuff. We kind of have to train specific with that with the weights. And I mean, you could do hiking and stuff like that and running Mm -hmm. and things like that. But if we train in a specific way, with the weights to help us through this challenge, it will become a lot easier over time. And you're going to make, you're going to make progress for one, you're going to get stronger for another. And then also it's going to be training specific to what you're doing. So when you're doing it, it's not as intense to endure. Right. Yeah. And you know, I coming from this Avenue, I'm kind of familiar with it when it comes to like things like just like athletic performance training where, you know, with martial arts and stuff, since I do martial arts, I train with weights and I've mentioned this before weights are specific. The movements that I do are specific to what I'm going to be doing in here with like like kicks and stuff like that. There's a lot of lunges, a lot of variations of that to move my body in certain ways. So I don't kind of, if I need to duck or dodge something, I I have to be like mobile to kind of move around Mm -hmm. and things like that. That's training specific towards that. Whereas like with Spartan race and stuff, I've seen my, my buddy, Justin Newcomb, and he's been on our show before of hardcore performance. He helps the guys go through like bodyweight pull-ups, helps them work towards the push-ups, sandbag work, runs, lifting weights and stuff. Like he does, he does circuit training and it, it's an intense workout, but it's, it's well worth it, especially for what you're trying to do. And that's something that I can kind of ask him for, for feedback as well to see, you know, Hey, my buddy, Chris is going to, where we want to compete in Spartan race. What do you recommend for him to, 
you know, going this process of losing weight and all that stuff, because Justin, I have to get him on the show with talking to you, dude. I'll hit him up. I'll hit him up after this call because he, one of the guys that he was training with, I remember him, he, he was a heavier guy, but dude, right now he looks freaking incredible. He lost so much weight. Like he's doing Olympic lifting now. And I'm like, what the, (laughs) and I'm like, he went from this, like a a guy just trying to get his cardio back. I remember like when we were doing like the, like pull-ups and stuff, he was, he was gassed. Like, come on, man, you got this. You got this. And then when it came to cardio, I'm running out of breath. He's like, come on, man, you got this. Cause I have like no cardiovascular conditioning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's a perfect example, but I'll definitely hit up Justin to see if he wants to hop on to one of our mood lifters calls on a Sunday and we talk about this. Cause I'm sure he can help you out with that. And I'm sure we can get a lot of value for it for training for Spartan race, you know? Yeah, dude, definitely. Let's do it. Let's call it a close and we'll talk a little bit afterwards. Guys, I essentially want to thank you guys for watching and listening. If you guys watch the replay or if you guys are watching live, thank you for everything. Thank you for telling me your process, telling me your journey, you know, talking about how much progress you're making in the Facebook group. I just love to see it because I want to see you guys change your lives physically and mentally. And I'm here for it. I'm here no matter where which path you go. There's a lot of, in the fitness space, they judge people for specific sports they're into, like CrossFit, bodybuilding, stuff like that. I don't care about that. Like, as long as you're lifting your mood, that that fulfills me more than anything. You're like, I love this. I feel good doing this. I want to do this and just keep doing this. I might compete down the line. That's the stuff that excites me so much. So thank yeah. you guys for that. And thank you for being consistent with that. And if you're in the process of finding that, trying to find what works best for you. Remember, we're talking about phase one where it's like the small steps. If you need help with that, you can reach out to me, Chris Grant. We've been through this process, right? We're going through this process. We're going into like with Chris going through phase two to figure out what works best for him. And then phase Mm -hmm. three is like, you got it, right? You got it. And then you're just like, you're just hammering away at it. And we're getting there, guys. We're getting there. And I want to thank you all for watching. And yeah, if you guys have any questions, comments at Livery Forge on social media, much love to you guys. Take it away, Chris. Let's close it. I guess here at the Mood Lifters, we have just one more question for you. Have you lifted your mood today? Better see you in there because I'm going right right after this. <laughs> guys, thanks see for watching. See you watch- in the gym. Yeah, <laughs> we'll find it. But thanks for watching, guys, and we'll talk soon. Take care. Guys, I want to thank you so much for watching this week's episode. Like, subscribe, share. Do whatever you have to do to get this out there to people that need help on their exercise for mental health journey. If you would like access to our ebook along with free content that's provided to our mood lifters, you can head on over to liveryforged.com slash lift your mood, or you can check the show notes below for the link. And lastly, if you guys need help on your journey in the form of supplementation, we have a pre-workout and sleep supplement. They're both designed to help you on your journey to help facilitate your goals on this exercise for mental health journey. Our sleep supplement is ramping up in popularity right now. It's about to beat our pre-workout. So if you're interested to try any of them out, head on over to amazon.com slash reforged or look at the individual show links below. And with that, guys, thanks for watching and we will see you in the next one. Take care.